Good morning, everyone. Here we are at the start of another week, and we're ready to greet this new day and command it to align with God. Can each of you this morning say with me, we welcome you, Father God. We welcome you, Lord Jesus, and we welcome you, Holy Spirit. You are invited into this place with us. My name is Heather Dawson, and I'm delighted once again to be here this morning. I want to welcome all the visiting pastors, their members, any new guests that have joined on the call today, and I want to welcome our new Destiny family. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, It is good to have them. And we want to welcome all clergy, all the clergy. Welcome to you and members, members that are serving so faithfully, making things happen during this time of hardship and difficulty. God bless you. And to acknowledge all that pray and to all the intercessors that are on the line this morning. May May God bless you and enrich your lives and meet your every need. I also have with me on the line this morning our very own bishop and also Sister Tracy George. In a few minutes, uh, Bishop will bring the devotion this morning based on a verse out of 1 Peter chapter 1, and it will be verse 7, I believe, from the Passion Bible. And our sister Tracy will be praying for the uh, prayer requests that we have received. So let me say good morning to Tracy. Tracy, how are you this morning? Good morning, Mother Heather. I am most excellent. I'm excited about this day because it's a great day. And thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to bring the prayer request before you. Amen. You sound you sound bright, you sound happy, and you know when we have the Lord we are to have to be happy, not just happy, but joyful. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. So if we have if we have joy, if we know him, then we have the strength to face each day and to go forward and to press on and to press in. Hallelujah. So God bless you this morning, Tracy. We're great. God bless uh, you too, Mother. (laughs) Thank you, honey. Thank you so much. And, you know, I want to to greet Bishop and Pastor Adrian. But before I do, let's, let's open in prayer, because then Bishop can come with the devotion this morning, and um, greet us. It is a joy to be together today. You know that? It is a joy. And you know, it's hard not being able to gather together physically. But you know, praise God, he's given us other means and other tools in which we can stay connected. And that is what is important, is that we stay connected to one another, praise God. So it doesn't matter if it's just our church or if it's other churches that have joined in with us. 
We just reach out to each and every one. We just encourage all of you to invite others to come on the call. This is not just for New Destiny. This is for everyone. So do invite your friends. Do invite your family. Tell them to come on. Yes, it's an early hour, but you know, we rise up early. We rise up early to take command of the morning, to take and set our day in order and to trust God. So join with me now as we pray, and then Bishop will come. So, Father, we've gathered together this morning, united in prayer and by faith. We know, Father, that there is no distance in prayer, and where two or three are gathered together in your name, you said in your word, there you are in the midst. So we know that you are here. So, Holy Spirit, once again, once again, release your power this morning over your people. Let that which is barren, desolate, and devastated change and live again. Let it live again. Hallelujah. Overshadow us. In Jesus' name, I pray. And so, Bishop, I greet you this morning, and it is all yours. So God bless you. Well, God bless you this morning, Elder, and God bless everyone that's on this morning. uh, I want to say this jumped in my spirit as soon as you began to uh, share with us, Elder, this morning that the Bible says, let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season you will reap if you faint not. And so if you're on the line this morning, you're weary, um, you're tired because of uh, the delay of life starting back up to the degree that we want it to be started back up, don't be weary. Because the Bible says we'll reap if we faint not. If we'll reap if we don't give up, if we don't cave in, and we don't quit. You have to be determined that you will not quit, that you will outlast this season and this pandemic that we're dealing with. I get it. It's rough. It's hard. It's difficult. Uh the setbacks, because you're dealing with now setbacks. But if you've been around me for any time, I never look at the glass half empty. I always look at it half full. And in looking at it half full, I always live from the perspective that a setback is just simply a setup for God to do great things in our lives. God will do great things in our life when we put all of our faith, our hope, our trust in him. And so when we look at uh, 1 Peter, that's where the devotion is coming from today. 1 Peter 1, verse 7, it says, Pure gold put in the fire comes out of it, proven pure, pure. Genuine faith put through this suffering comes out, proved genuine. When Jesus wraps this all up, it's your faith, not your goal, that God will have on display as evidence 
of his victory. That is powerful. I want to read that scripture one more time. Pure gold put in the fire comes out of it proven or proved pure. Genuine faith put through this suffering comes out proved genuine. When Jesus wraps this all up, it's your faith, not your goal, that God will have on display as evidence of his victory. In other words, what's going to bring you victory in life is not the monetary things you possess. It's the supernatural resource of heaven that you possess. We all that are on this line that are believers, I guess everyone on the line is a believer. If you're not, then we pray, God, that you become a believer, and we thank you for being on the line. But that supernatural resource, the building materials of heaven, which is faith, is the key to you having victory in every area of your life. And we have to understand that. I talked about yesterday in service when I began to talk about um, building and reframing your world with faith, because everyone's trying to build and reframe their worlds and figure out, you know, this new normal. And how do we grab our lives and begin to cause our life to be productive again? And as I shared, one of the statements that I made is that people are trying to rebuild, but they're using the wrong materials. You have to use the supernatural resource, supernatural resource of heaven, which is faith, when it comes to rebuilding your life, reframing your world. The Bible says that by faith the worlds were framed. You know, they were put on their axle and things were put into motion by faith. And so... God, who is so amazing and so awesome when you think about God, I don't know if you sit back and think about uh, the beauty of who God is and the power and the strength and the, the intelligence of who God is, but he created the world's. He hung the star, the moon, and everything that we, 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 we see, and it's never moved from the place in which God has created it and established it. In the same time, that this God who creates the world, the stars and the moons and the suns, the earth, you know, lives on the inside of you. And so that power lives on the inside of you. And when you understand God, who is so productive with his faith, when 
Now he lives on the inside of us, and then we become unproductive. What does that say? It says that, number one, either you lack knowledge of what God can do, or, or we're just not even trying, or we don't even understand who's living on the inside of us. So when you begin to understand that, there, nothing is impossible for you. Nothing, because the Bible tells us that by faith, all things are possible. And we got to understand that. And so Peter tells us, he says, it's not the monetary things that you possess. I love this because actually I read it from the Message Bible. He says, when Jesus wraps this all up, it's your faith, not your goal, that God will have on display as evident of his victory. So the way you receive victory is through your belief system. You have to believe that you will receive victory. And that's why I love the fact that God has given every person a measure of faith. He's given you the DNA of God. He's given you in that measure is the DNA of God. And I, that is powerful. And you can't belittle that. That God gives you a measure of himself, like in a seed form. But it's your responsibility to get that measure to grow. Because that measure has growth built in it. But the only way that measure will grow is for you to exercise it. How do we exercise We exercise it through the sufferings through the things that we go through, believing that this too shall come to pass, that yes, it, 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 it's, it's hard, and yes, it's difficult, but my belief in God, my belief in the Word, will get me through what I'm going through. And so that's what faith does. When you believe that you will come out on the other side, you'll come out in victory. That's what, that's what faith does. Faith, if you're writing notes, will always cause us to win. Faith will always cause you to win. Faith in God will always cause you to win. And that's why Jesus says, he didn't just say have faith. Which faith, when you break it down in its, in its simplest term, let me put it that way, is just simply belief. But Jesus says specifically, have faith in God. Have faith in Yahweh. Have faith in the Almighty Creator. Have faith in God. Or have the God kind of faith. And so when you have the God kind of faith, then nothing becomes impossible for you to accomplish. I don't care how difficult it is. If you tuned in yesterday to, to service, we talked about at the end of the service how God had hardened Pharaoh's heart against the children of Israel. They went through suffering, but God hardened Pharaoh's heart because I believe every time things get difficult and they get hard, we pray like we never prayed before. And that's the key. You start exercising your faith. You start exercising the belief system like you've never exercised it before for God to come through for you and God to, to begin to change and turn around your situation. And so 
If you start believing things will get better, not time to ten they'll get better. But you sit there and you start complaining about how life is and how difficult stuff is and different things like that. Let, let me tell you something. You're going to draw that negativity to you, and life will not get better. We've simply believed um, like this for years and believed that our lives will get better and God will do what he's promised to do, and God does it every single time. See, that's the thing I love about faith, that faith has to be in two places. Faith has to be in your heart and has to be in your mouth. In your heart and in your mouth. And what's in your heart, you got to confess it out of your mouth. And that's how activation begins to, you know, move you forward and onward in life. God now raises up Moses who went through so much suffering. You know, he finds this guy 40 years tending to someone else's flock. You know, and God calls him now to become the deliverer of the children of Israel. Now Moses finds himself with 3.5 million people at a sea, and Pharaoh's army is behind him. Now he's in the middle with 3.5 million believers in front of him is what seems to be impossible, a sea. What's behind him is destruction and devastation, Pharaoh and his army. He's in the middle. He asks God what to do. God tells him to move forward. And it's almost like you you think to yourself, well, how do I move forward? I'm, it's a sea here. How do I get these people through the sea? I don't have a boat. At that, at that point, you need a yacht, if not more than one. God gives him a word. He says, move forward. But in God giving him a word to move forward, he had to exercise his faith. So God says, stretch forth your rod. That's the corresponding action. You believe God, stretch forth your rod. Moses stretched forth his rod, and the sea parted. Now, when you read the Bible, the Bible says, Oh, my God, I'm out of time. i got to pray. Um, the Bible says that they went across on dry ground. It's one thing to part the sea. That's a miracle in itself. But how did he drive the water up out of the mud, causing them to go across on dry ground? Then once they, they were across, Pharaoh and his army was drowned in the sea. Well, it was based upon him trusting and believing God. I don't know what's in front of you. You may be looking at impossibilities, and what's behind you may be devastation or what have you. You're in the middle. But I'm telling you, God is in the center of that situation with you. Christ is in the center of your situation with you. You trust God, and God will part things so that we can move forward. Father, we honor you today. 
and we bless you, and we magnify you. I thank you from this day forward, we will begin to increase in faith, even as it says in Luke 17, 5, the apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. I thank you, Lord. You have planted them, and they have taken root. They grow and bear fruit. And you are always on their lips. I thank you, Father, as your words continue to manifest themselves um, from our heart to our lips. Those words will begin to come to pass in our lives. I thank you that every person under the sound of my voice from this moment forward, that their faith will begin to grow like never before, even as the mustard seed, Lord God, is the smallest seed in all of the forest. But once it is planted, it becomes the biggest tree. I thank you that every person on this line will begin to use their faith like never before, and their faith will grow and bring them to a place of victory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you. You started uh, this morning by saying that you feel that many, you know, are weary, growing weary of the situation that we're in. And it's true. If you talk to anyone, if you listen, you hear that, that they're growing weary and you feel it, you sense it from them. So be encouraged this morning with all that Bishop shared that, you know, not to grow weary because in due season we'll reap. You made reference to um, pure gold. When it's put in the fire shall come forth. It shall come forth as pure gold when it's put in the fire. When it's put in the fire. And that's where many of us are and probably all of us. We are in the fire, but the victory, the victory is we're going to come forth as pure gold. We're going to be refined. We're going to be defined. We're going to know who we are. We're going to know the power that has been placed within us and that we are victorious. We're not victims. We are victorious. So, when you said God will have your faith on display, why does he want your faith on display? To show his greatness and what he has done in you. So you must grow your faith. You grow it by staying in the word, by praying, by seeking him, walking with him daily. Your faith will increase. So hallelujah and praise the Lord and thank you, Father, for that word this morning. Sister Tracy, can you come now yes. and share the prayer requests with us? Yes, good morning, good morning, saints. We have one praise report, hallelujah, and we have two prayer requests. And I'll start with the praise report. Uh, Laisha Vincent is thankful and praising God because her sister, Markeisha is at home doing much better to the point that she doesn't have to have surgery right now. 
Laisha thanks her new Destiny family for the prayers for her sister. And we we thank God for the blessing in for Laisha and that God will continue to bless her, uh, Sister Marquisha. The prayer requests are as follows. Wanda Adams is requesting prayer for James McDaniel, who is, was diagnosed with prostate cancer and kidney failure. Pray that God restore the kidney function to full capacity and that his prostate will be completely healed. Wanda Adams is requesting prayers for Melvin Sanders, that God will protect his job with United Airlines. Melvin has been employed with the United for 23 years, and the company that um, any, has just mentioned that anyone less than 26 years will be on Farlow by September 30th. Wanda is requesting prayer that God will preserve and protect his employment. Father God, we come before you today. We bless and glorify your name today. We pray this morning for James McDaniels. We call on Jehovah Rapha, the God who is the healer, to intervene and take over James McDaniels' situation. We are asking for divine healing and restoration for James McDaniel. Holy Spirit, hover over James in his life, O oh Lord. We pray that you, Jehovah Rapha, our healer, the healer of all, will heal James McDaniel. We break and cast out the spirit of cancer that would attempt to establish itself in James' prostrate and kidney in Jesus' name. We speak healing and strength to James' prostrate and, and kidney. We send your word according to Psalms 107 and 20. Lord, heal and deliver James. We speak Isaiah 53 and 5 over James. By Jesus' stripes, James is healed. We ask and pray for James' kidney to function to full capacity and that his prostrate will be completely healed in Jesus' name. We plead the blood of Jesus over James McDaniel in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, we pray financial blessings for our brother Melvin. You said in your word to seek and ye shall find. So, Father, we seek, and, Lord, that we may find in Jesus' name. We come forth and we call on Jehovah Rapha, uh, Je uh, Melvin's provider, to intervene on his behalf of Melvin Sanders. We're asking Jehovah Rapha to continue to provide for Melvin and his family. We, call, we pray, God, that, you will, that your will be done and thy kingdom come in Melvin's life. We speak to every financial mountain to be removed in Melvin's life in Jesus' name, according to Micah 6 and 2. Let every evil mountain hear the voice of the Lord and be removed in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we bless and glorify your name. We, we pray, Father, we know that Melvin's desire is to keep his job. You said in your word that you will give him the desires of his heart. Nothing is impossible with you, God, according to Luke 1 and 37. We also pray for peace for Melvin. The peace that surpasses all understanding will rule his heart, mind, and soul. Father, we ask in Jesus' name that you will put your super on James's natural and heal and give him peace in Jesus' name. We pray in faith, believing, and receive that you have heard our prayers in Jesus' mighty name, and we believe and receive that every prayer request will be a praise report. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 
Amen. Amen. That's exactly what I was going to say, too, that God hears, he answers, and that these requests will become praise reports. And, you know, when you gave the praise report, Tracy, about Markeisha not needing surgery yet, let's remove the word yet, and let's just decree that Markeisha will not have to have surgery That is a praise report. And we do believe that all that was prayed for this morning will become praise reports because we serve an awesome God. Hallelujah. Further thoughts this morning, Bishop? Well, let us understand what we possess. Um, It's almost to the degree, I want to say, who we possess. Because the the measure that you have is is God Himself is it's a the DNA of God that God has supernaturally imparted into you, planted into you, and you have to allow it to grow. Faith is supernatural, and that's something we got to understand about faith. Faith is supernatural, and if properly applied, it can produce supernatural results. So I don't care how tough the situation that you're dealing with is. Faith, genuine faith, can cause you to have victory over it. Any level of sickness, disease, um, any trial you're dealing with, when you properly apply faith, how do I properly apply it? Believe in your heart and confess out your mouth. Believe in your heart, confess out your mouth, and prepare to walk in victory. Prepare to walk in victory. Because anything you, you, you plan on having into your life, having come into your life, you prepare for it. So what are you making preparation for? I believe I said that yesterday. What are you making preparation for? What are you hoping God for? What are you hoping for? And that's the key. What are you hoping and believing God for? And someone that was um, with me at church yesterday said they ran off a list about three things that they were hoping for and believing God for. Hopefully, you have a list of things that you're hoping for and you're believing God for. Because hope sets the goal. If if you're not hoping for anything, then you don't have any goals in life. And every person on this line, you should have goals in life. Goals, things you, you plan to obtain, things that God is giving you a snapshot of that's in your future. So hope sets the goal, but it's faith, that bridge. Faith helps you obtain those things, those dreams, those desires. It's faith, your belief system. So this is key. you got to work on it. You have to work on it because uh, where we are today is tough. You know, as I... I'll close the same way I started. Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season you'll reap if you faint. Now, everybody's weary, including myself. I'm tired of this stuff. 
I'm ready to to move forward in life and 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 get to living, you know, life according as we have accustomed to living life. You know, you can't always just sit back and just sit around and all that stuff. You just, oh my goodness, it, it's 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 terrible. But the only way we're going to do it is do what we're doing right now. Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we'll reap if we faint not. Have a great day and have a blessed week. We love you and we praise God for you. Amen. Thank you, Bishop. God bless you and Pastor Adrian today. We've been blessed this morning, people. We have joined together. We have heard a word. We have prayed. Hallelujah. So just like Bishop said, don't grow weary. Don't grow weary. But I have to echo what he said. I'm tired of this stuff, and I am very tired of this stuff. Hallelujah. We need to move on with life, and this needs to cease in Jesus' name. So, Father, we have heard a word, and we have prayed on behalf of others. But before we end our call this morning, we want to pray for our nation, Father. We ask, Lord, that you release your power over our government, release your power over our states, Release your power over places where people are in unrest. Release your power over violence. Release your power over our schools and all across this nation. You are our only hope, and we cry out to you on behalf of our nation and every situation. We believe you are coming, Father. We believe, we believe that you will rescue this nation and bring it back to life. Bring it back to life in Jesus' name, I pray. So if you're weary, lift up your hands as Kathy opens up the line. Just lift up your hands and begin to worship God. Worship him in spirit and in truth. Let go. Just let go of all the things around that you that are hard and difficult and troubling you. Just lift up your hands and worship. Worship our God, for he is good and he is faithful. And you will have victory. Kathy, open the lines, please. 